okay? Sometimes they're, they're bricks, they're big things, like big traumatic events. You put a brick in your backpack, right? Sometimes they're little things, like pushing that girl down was a big traumatic thing, but was it, you know, on the grand scale of things, it wasn't huge, but you put that in the backpack. Uh, little things happen at work, little things happen in the relationship, little things that, that bother you, little ticky-tack things are like pebbles, you throw them in there, right? In the moment that they're put into the backpack, they don't seem like a big deal. But if you're holding this backpack, this same backpack with these little pebbles and these bricks and these boulders, while as it's put in, it doesn't seem like much, eventually it starts to weigh you down. Don't, don't move. Keep it locked. You already know. You are listening to the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. And we're having conversations with dope dads covering the four pillars of fatherhood. We call it the Fit Fatherhood Formula. Faith, family, finance, and fitness. That's right. These dads are setting the pace in business and fatherhood. This show isn't only about the outside success. We're getting down to who you are. Gentlemen, it's time to get fit. And, 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 and now, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast. I am your host, Rod. And uh, the Forfeit Fatherhood Podcast is a podcast about fatherhood for fathers by fathers, uh, covering the four pillars of fatherhood, what I believe is the Forfeit Fatherhood formula, which is faith, family, finance, and fitness. Uh, today's episode, just going to be kind of playing a little bit of catch up. Um, got a couple of interview episodes that I'm editing and, and putting out right now. But today, I want to talk a little bit about, um, about trauma. Right, and how trauma kind of affects the way that we are as men, the way we are as fathers, and how we handle ourselves and our situations as we move through fatherhood. Right. Um, earlier this year, I, I started a, an initiative to father forward. Right. A lot of times we are faced with adversity, especially over the last couple of years uh, with the pandemic, uh, with schools closing, with jobs closing, with shutdowns and quarantines, and, and the actual uh, the actual virus, um, you know, all those things kind of stacked against us on top of, on top of what was already there on top of what was already present in our lives. And what we had to do was father forward. We had to continue to move forward no matter what. And so when I say father forward, I mean, through all adversity, whatever it is that you set forth to do as a father, whatever, uh, when you decide to accept that role as father, when that role is presented to you and you decide to take it on head up, um, you know that there's going to be obstacles. You know that there's going to be things that come up against you. You know there's going to be things in your way and things that you don't understand. And that's a lot of the anxiety at the beginning of it is, oh, man, I don't know if I'm ready, right? But whether you're ready or not, you're on the journey. So what you have to do is father forward through whatever obstacle there is. And I think there's a quote, and I can't remember the whole thing, but the obstacle is a part of the journey. The obstacle is a part of the path. The obstacle is not in the way of the path. The obstacle is not stopping the path of the journey. It's a part of the journey. And so for you to continue to move forward towards your goal, you're going to have to go through, over, under, around. You know, you're going to have to get through that obstacle somehow to stay on your path and stay on your journey. I tell dads a lot. Um, I do this in, in my, with my fitness clients. I do this with uh, my fatherhood clients, uh, with, with clients in general. Um, you got to think about uh, GPS, right? Like right now I use Waze. Uh, I was using Google Maps, but I use Waze now. And if I type in, uh, let me back up. In order to get somewhere, right? 
we have to first know where we're at. So the GPS tells the app where we're at, right? You have to know where you're at. Um, you also have to know where you're going. So you have to always have the end in mind, okay? Once you have the end in mind and you know where you're at, then it can plot a point, okay, or plot a path. And it gives you several options. There's several ways to get there. Some are faster, some are slower, some are toll roads, some are this, some are that, right? Um, and it gives you different types of ways to get there. You can walk, you take public transportation, you can, uh, you can, you can drive, right? All these different ways. Um, but ultimately, once you select one of those and you get on your journey, things will happen, right? There may be a stopped car on the side of the road. There may, may be traffic that, you know, traffic jam that slows you down. Um, it may ask you to reroute, but what it never does is it never makes you go back to the start to get the path again, right? It just selects from where you are right now. Okay, what's the best course of action now that this obstacle is in the way? What do we do to continue to move forward, right? How do we continue to father forward? We don't go backwards, right? As we're going through our life, we're going to have struggles with our relationships. And this is why last week I talked about emotional intelligence, because relationship management is a part of that. Self-awareness is a part of that. Self-management is a part of that. And while we're on our fatherhood journey, while we're fathering forward, we're going to encounter some things that are going to challenge those areas, right? It's going to challenge our social awareness. It's going to challenge our self-awareness. It's going to challenge our self-management and especially our relationship management. And what we cannot do is go backwards, right? Once we set the path in motion, we have to continue forward. We may move lateral sometimes, so side to side until we find a better path but we're always moving in the forward direction, okay? So it's more of a, a diagonal than it is a lateral, okay? So getting back to ways, right? So I've taken my kids to school this morning, and this is a perfect example. Um, they're building a bunch of houses out here by my house now, so there's more traffic than normal. So we get on the freeway, taking our normal route, ways pops up, hey, there's a, a traffic jam, the faster route, do you wanna take it? Yes, clicked it, boom, get off this exit, make this turn, right? Puts us back on track so we can get to where we need to be on time. Sometimes the obstacles will come into your way to make you choose a faster path. Sometimes the obstacles will come into your way to make you appreciate what you have right now. And then sometimes the obstacles are there to slow you down long enough so that you have the right knowledge, the right resources, the right mentality, the right attitude to continue forward. Not all obstacles uh, are, are, are bad things, right? Obstacles are, we, obstacles are only a bad thing when you see them as an obstacle. If you see your obstacles as opportunities to move forward, to grow, to learn, right? If you have that growth mindset and you understand that each time you're faced with a challenge, it's an opportunity for you to get better, then you get better, then you father forward. But if you see those obstacles, uh, you know, as, as, as detriments to your, to your journey, um, you know, one of the big ones, obviously, in, in fatherhood is, is, you know, divorce is huge, right? If I'm fathering, fathering my children with my wife, and now my wife and I uh, split up, how do I continue to father my children, even though I've got this huge amount of tension between her and I, um, and we're, we're arguing over visitation and all this thing, all these things are going up, that's a huge obstacle. But we have to do father forward, right? We find a way. As fathers, as leaders, as men, our job is to find a way to continue forward because our children, whether we know it or not, <clears throat> are looking at us and watching us. And they may not have the true context of what's happening. They may not understand all of the ins and outs of your struggles, but they do understand struggle, right? Even at a young age, right? Because babies, 
They crawl, they try to walk, they fall down, right? That, that's them understanding struggle. There's other options, like other examples of this, but this is probably one of the bigger ones, right? They crawl, they fall down, they get back up. They crawl, they fall down, they get back up. They continue going, overcoming these obstacles. And then they find things to help them, right? They stand up on the edge of the couch. Or they stand up on the edge of the coffee table. And then they kind of scoot along, right? Or we provide ways for them to learn how to walk. We put them in a walker, teaches them how to move themselves forward with their feet and move themselves backwards, sideways, right? But ultimately we're building them up to walk. And so for you, there are things that are going to knock you down. You're gonna be crawling, right? You're trying to stand up, things are gonna knock you down, but you gotta get back up, right? You gotta find something to lean on. Maybe it'd be a, a, another, another father, one of your friends, one of your homies. Maybe you go out and get a coach. Uh, maybe you uh, fall back on a podcast. Maybe you read a book, right? Something to prop yourself up a little bit to give you some tips, some clues, some, some hints. Uh, maybe maybe you uh, uh, find something like a walker, right? Another, another fatherhood like group. Like I got a group of guys, that's my fatherhood community. And we hang out together and we'll go out sometimes just as the dads with our kids. And then we support each other while our kids are there, right? And so I'm learning without telling them, I'm learning the things that they're doing with their kids or learning things I'm doing with my kids. That's our walker kind of helping us grow in our fatherhood, right? So you got to find those things until you can walk. But then walking's not the end, right? Because babies walk and then they run, right? And it's the same thing for us, right? Once we get up on our feet and we're stable and we're walking and we're moving as fathers, now we got to figure out how to run. Not only do we run as a, as a strength and conditioning coach, I used to tell my athletes all the time, everybody knows how to run. Okay. No, there's very few people in the world that don't know how to run, but there's very few people who know how to run efficiently. Okay. So everybody gets up, you know, the way you run is the way you run forever until somebody teaches you something different, right? It's always growing, always learning, ever evolving process. And fatherhood is the same way. You cannot father your child the same way at five as you do at 15, right? If your fatherhood doesn't mature as your child matures, then you are going to be doing your kid a disservice. So, you know, like I said last week that, you know, the, the house, the environment moves around me or I'm the father and this and that, right? But you have to adapt. You have to evolve. You have to become better. You have to continue to grow um, because your family needs it. You have to father forward. Um, I personally have a, a 10, well, nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. Um, and they act like they're 19 and 17, but I don't parent them now the same way I parented them when they were five and three. I don't even parent one the same way as I parent the other. They both have their own unique traits, their own unique characteristics, their own unique personality. And I have to be a versatile father. I have to be fair, but I need to give each one of them what they need right? So it requires more of me. I have to give more of who I am as a person to fatherhood. And I'm cool with that. Um, I saw something the other day. Um, I think, I think my man, uh, D Johns posted it and it was a, a, a meme. It's a picture of a, a like a, a silhouette of a father and a silhouette of a son. And there was like these chunks taken out of the father. Right. And there was like these chunks taken out of the sun. The sun was being you could tell that the father was already built. The sun was being built and the father was taking these chunks out of himself and like like a building block. He's building this kid. And I think the, the, the caption was something to the, the effect of um, 
you know, why are we taking away from, are we losing parts of ourselves to build that child? We need to remain whole. And I completely agree. As we're fathering forward, we are imparting on our children. We are giving of ourselves to our child. We are uh, sacrificing or investing. And I hate using the word sacrifice when I talk about children, when I talk about family, because it's not a sacrifice, it's an investment, right? If I take money and I put it into a savings account or an interest, uh, you know, interest bearing account, that is not a sacrifice. Yes, I don't have the money right now, but what I'm doing is investing the money for later. So when you, when you say maybe I'm not going to go hang out with the fellas today, I'm going to stay home and hang out with my wife and kids, I'm not sacrificing my time with the fellas. I'm investing my time with my family. Big difference. It's a whole mindset thing, right? Every time you see it as a sacrifice, it is a negative relationship. If you see it as an investment, you see the long-term effects of it. It is a positive investment, right? A positive relationship. And so we have to see it as investment. So as this father is taking chunks of himself, he is not sacrificing parts of himself. He is investing those parts of himself into his child. Now, the key here is after we invest those parts, we need to fill those holes back in. And this is something that we don't do enough of as men. We don't do enough of as fathers as we don't do any self-care, any active self-care for, for a large majority. Some of us are we're getting better as we, as we get older, um, as, as time moves on. But for the most part, we are not doing enough self-care. We are not doing things to make ourselves better, which is why I'm big on, on meditation, which is why I'm big on exercise, which is why I'm big on uh, 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 personal development, because those things fill up our cup. As fathers, we're going to take our cup and we got our, our kids' cup. Our cup is full. We're going to continue pouring into their cup, okay? As we pour into their cup, there is a period of time where our cup is empty. We cannot pour more into their cup until we fill our cup back up, right? This is like a uh, like the airplane thing. My family likes to travel a lot. And every time we're on the plane, they talk about if, in case of emergency, uh, the gas mask or the air mask will drop down from the ceiling. Those of you traveling with children, make sure you put your mask on first before helping anyone else. And that's a hard concept, right? It's a hard concept for parents. Um, it's especially a hard concept for my wife. And I tell her every time, She's like, no, I'm going to put it on the kids. You put it on yourself and then you make sure I get mine on. And I'm like, okay, cool. But you realize if you don't put yours on and you pass out before they get theirs, then all of you guys are, are, are gone. <laughs> so fellas, you have to, you have to keep your cup full. You have to put your mask on first and fill yourself up in order to fill them up. And it's got to be that thought process. It's not because you are being selfish. It's not because you're doing things just for you. You're doing things for you to benefit them, right? You are becoming a better husband, a better father, a better friend, a better partner because you are becoming a better man. And that's the theme of every episode that I've ever had, of every conversation I've had with, with a father or a man is that in order for you to be the best for them, you have to be the best you. Right. If you are struggling, if you're a 60 percent of your best, what can you expect to give them? Because you're not going to be able to give them all 60. So what are you giving them? 30, 25. Right. Does your family function well with 25 percent of you? They will function. They will survive. Kids are surprisingly resilient. Relationships go through all kinds of crap. But how long? 
how sustainable is you giving them 20% before your wife is like, yo, I can't do this anymore. How long are you going to give 10% to your kids before they're like, man, dad sucks. They won't say it to you. But 25 years from now, when they're laying on somebody's couch and they're, they're talking about their, their past trauma, you're probably going to be a part of the conversation and, and, and not the good part of it. Right. So as fathers, man, there's a lot of weight on our shoulders. Right. The easiest way to get rid of that weight. Right. Is is to take care of us. Right. Because I was a I was at a podcast uh, conference. And I haven't yet read the book, but um, I was listening to to this guy speaking. It's John Deloney, right? This is the this is the book, uh, Own Your Past, Change Your Future. And he was talking about childhood trauma, okay? Childhood trauma, and he was talking about it as a time when he was in second grade, it's a fourth grade girl they really liked, fifth grade girl they really liked, um, and she was playing along, playing a role, like she was cool with him liking her, and me, he was telling people his girlfriend one day. You know, playground, playing around. You know how kids do. I like you, so I'm going to tag you, push you, right? You tag me, push me. So they're doing that little thing, right? And she's playing along with it. She's older than him, but she's playing along with it. And uh, she goes to run away from him. And he's chasing her, catches up, and just tags her. But tags her just enough to knock her off balance. And I can't remember if she broke both arms. She fell and broke both arms or she fell and broke both legs. But she fell and broke something significant. And it scarred him. It scarred him for life to where he was an adult and he's watching his children play. And, he, and he's the guy that's like, ooh, ah, take it easy. Uh, be careful. Um, you know, and that's that's while it feels on the outside like he's looking out for their best interest or he's trying to make sure his kids are safe. It's really him putting his past trauma onto them. Right. Because he's linking them falling to that traumatic experience he had when he was a kid right so i'm saying that to say that you know there are these things that happen in our lives right and he says there's a, there's a backpack right you're you're born you have a backpack and uh all of the things that happen to you are put into this backpack okay sometimes they're they're bricks they're big things like big traumatic events you put a brick in your backpack right sometimes they're little things like Pushing that girl down was a big traumatic thing, but was it, you know, on the grand scale of things, it wasn't huge. But you put that in the backpack. Uh, little things happen at work. Little things happen in the relationship. Little things that, that bother you. Little ticky-tack things are like pebbles. You throw them in there, right? In the moment that they're put into the backpack, they don't seem like a big deal. But if you're holding this backpack, this same backpack with these little pebbles and these bricks and these boulders, while as it's put in, it doesn't seem like much, eventually... It starts to weigh you down. So what you have to do is unload your backpack. You have to deal with some of those past traumas. You have to deal with some of those issues. And I'm an advocate for therapy. I'm an advocate for coaching. You have to be able to talk those things out, figure them out, how they're affecting you, how they're not affecting you, be able to unload your backpack, right? Because even if it's just pebbles, pebbles over time, like uh, again, fitness thing, right? If I, if I hold a two pound dumbbell. It's not heavy, right? If I just hold it in my hand, two pound dumbbell is not heavy. If I take that two pound dumbbell and I hold it straight out in front of me, it's not heavy right away, right? I could probably do it for a minute, two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, six, seven minutes, it's starting to burn. 10 minutes, it's starting to like, oh, wait a minute. Sweat's coming down, shaky, right? Everything's starting to fall apart. 
And it's that time, right? That time under tension that wears us down until we get to the point where uh, we snap or we internalize something, something happens, we cuss somebody out and then they have nothing to do. It was just a little pebble, right? Sometimes we have like these big blow up reactions to small things. And it's because we've carried so many small things for so long, the next small thing was the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Straw is not huge, but you put enough straw on a camel's back, you put one extra one, camel's gone. Same thing happens to us, fellas. And so we have to deal with our backpack. We have to deal with our trauma. We have to deal with our situation so that we can continue to father forward because those obstacles, again, those obstacles that come in our way, they may not be huge things, right? But we may be making a mountain out of a molehill because we got a backpack full of stuff and we know how hard it's gonna be to get over that molehill with all this stuff, all this baggage, all these things, right? And so this is a book that I had to dive into um i haven't yet right because i had another book that i had to finish um so i think next week or no next week i think we got a, a, a interview episode um which means i'll be reading this um but but one of these episodes and maybe during that episode i'll kind of go through it just real quick give you guys an, an idea i don't think the books even came out yet it's an advanced reader's copy right so i'm gonna go through it kind of give you guys the ideas own your past change your future by dr john deloney right? It's a not so complicated approach to relationships, mental health, and wellness um, by a father, four fathers, right? Four men, four people. Um, but he talks a lot about, about fatherhood, right? Like talks a lot about fatherhood in here. So um, it's important that we, uh, we do that. So I don't know how long this episode has been, probably been longer than maybe it should have, or maybe it hasn't, who knows. Um, but I do know, I do know that, um, there's a couple of things I want you guys to do, right? First of all, if you aren't already following me, right? You aren't already following me on social media. You can follow me personally at, you can call me coach. I put it up here. Uh, you can call me coach. The letter you can call me coach. Um, you can follow the podcast at forfeit fatherhood, the number four um, website, right? You can find all the podcast information, all the past episodes, all the videos. Uh, there's a blog there with a bunch of information at forfeitfatherhood.com. Uh, for those of you guys that are looking for coaching, for fatherhood coaching, I got a, a fatherhood group that I have on Facebook. Um, I have a fatherhood group that I have meets uh, meets once a month. We talk about fatherhood. We hang out, uh, talk about things that are going on in our life, relationship, et cetera. Um, you can find that information at youcancallmecoach.com. Uh, the actual word you, Y-O-U. Um, things coming down the pipeline. I mentioned earlier, meditation. Um, I am putting together or have put together a free um, resource for, for meditation, right? Um, if you don't know already, my wife and I do a, uh, a separate podcast called meditate, motivate and movement, where she really dives into the meditation part of it. But I, as a beginner, um, as a newbie to meditation, kind of give you guys my ideas on it, how my practice is going. Um, and so what we did is we collaborated, we put together a meditation, um, I don't know, I want to say ebook checklist, uh, like a couple of little resources. Um, I'll link that in the show notes um, for you guys. But I really, really think a lot of a lot of what we need to do as men to unload and declutter. Um, one, like I said, I'm an advocate for therapy. Um, I don't think enough of us do it. We don't go talk to somebody. It doesn't have to be something wrong. Understand that therapy is not about something being wrong. Uh, think about it like your car. Uh, you go get an oil change, 
just because it's time for an oil change, not because there's anything wrong. It's scheduled maintenance. And I think therapy is scheduled maintenance for your, for your, your mind, for your body. Um, just like exercise is scheduled maintenance. Like you don't wait until the doctor tells you, Hey, if you don't get this together, uh, you, you, you're going to end up with diabetes. You end up, you know, dead or whatever to start working out. You work out because it's maintenance, right? It's just because it's what you need to do to keep your body going. Um, therapy, meditation, and not like crazy meditation where you're spending hours uh, crisscross applesauce, oming and humming. I'm talking about spending, you know, 60 seconds to maybe four or five minutes, 15 minutes uh, max is where I'm at right now, um, where I'm just breathing, very intent about my breathing, clearing my thoughts, just being present in the moment, being mindful. Um, I think has been really huge and helpful um, with the way I parent because I'm able to respond better than, than react. Um, again, backpack full of pebbles, one little pebble can set you off unless you have the presence of mind and the clarity of mind to be mindful of how you're reacting and responding. Um, and I think as men, as fathers, as leaders, being out of control is okay at times, but we need to try to be in control of what we can control, right? And if we can control our, our reactions and responses, then we should control those, right? Um, if you're out of control, again, it's okay, but the goal is to be in control. And I'm not talking about being controlling, I'm talking about being in control as a leader, as a father, as a husband, right? All right, guys, so I'm gonna let you go. Um, like I said, next week will be more than likely an interview episode. Um, I will very briefly on that episode, talk a little bit about uh, the book and what I've read so far. Um, hopefully you guys are able to, when it comes out, you know, go ahead and grab it. Um, but so far it, it looks good, man. looks like a good book. The guy's speech is his talk at the conference was, was great. Um, really, really helpful. Um, in the meantime, if you want to, you want to check him out, it's, uh, he's on Instagram at, uh, John Deloney, J O H N D E L O N Y on Instagram um yes this dude is doing something with dave ramsey you got dave ramsey on here like a thousand times um but yeah dr deloney uh cool book and fathers listen you're going to come up against obstacles there are going to be things in your path understand that the obstacles in your path are part of the path right when you're on your way when you type in your destination right from where you are to get where you want to go there are going to be things that come up in your way what you have to do is find an alternate route or go over it, go under it, go through it, whatever you got to do to continue to father forward. Um, thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. First time listeners, salute to you. Uh, long time listeners, keep it going, brother. Uh, super excited for what's to come for this year for fathers and fatherhood. Deuces. You just tuned into another episode of the Forfeit Fatherhood podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow me at You Can Call Me Coach on Instagram. Also, follow the podcast at Forfeit Fatherhood, the number four and the letter U on You Can Call Me Coach. Uh, go ahead and flip over to the next episode, man. I know you love this one, so you'll probably love the next one. Excited for you guys to hear it.